Hello listeners, you are listening to DVR's first ever podcast. I have an amazing guest with me who I've known for a long time. Um, But firstly, for those who don't know who is talking, my name's Danielle Reynolds and I'm the founder of DVR Equestrian. I've wanted to do a podcast for a while. I thought with our everyday lives changing so dramatically right now in self-isolation, We need something uplifting and interesting to fill our time. So we're going to be talking to lots of different, really exciting guests. We're kicking off with the amazing Dee Dee Jevons. Hi. (laughs) We met at school, um, but through horses, didn't we? I think that's the first way we kind of got talking, wasn't it? Yeah, I was actually trying to remember how we met for this. I I just know that I've known you forever and I don't really remember why. Yeah, I know. I know. I feel like I remember our first conversation at school was about horses. I feel like maybe we said that we both ride horses and that's almost enough, isn't it? If you're horsey people, then that's enough. You're just instantly going to be friends. <laughs> OK, so give everyone a little idea of your horsey background, because obviously it's not all about horses, but we are going to come in and out of some horsey chat. In general, my biggest passions are cross country, choking and polo. Oh yes, your polo. So to tell everyone about how you started polo. Yeah, so that was through uni. Um, I went to Brighton University and in my second year I became really close friends with a guy called Luke who founded the polo team for the university. So I was his captain for two years and we grew the team massively, went to our first tournaments with the um, other universities at the Super Polo Nationals. Um, hugely successful amazing and you've um you've done lots of your training at Hickstead haven't you yeah the team is still training at Hickstead yeah because that must be such a good arena to be in it's amazing um the horses that they've got there are just unbelievable super fast really well trained it's an exciting thing (laughs) I um I don't know how many people know about it but you probably have because you have worked at Hickstead but um Hickstead do a great thing to watch when it's closed when the shows are on where lots of the show jumpers come and have a go at polo and so you get all these kind of big famous riders getting on polo horses and giving it a go and it's absolutely hilarious have you seen it no I haven't but I can imagine it's it is hilarious because style of riding um and it's probably goes against everything you're supposed to do in show jumping you're really out of the saddle and it's totally different yeah totally different it's it's so so funny I saw it for the first time last year and um it's definitely something I'm not going to miss any time that I'm um there again obviously don't know what's going to happen this year whether Hickstead's going to be on fingers crossed but you know it's June and July so it's not looking likely is it no it is likely that stuff in the next couple of months is postponed but hopefully not cancelled yeah yeah and I like for the huge shows you know they take like the whole year to get ready don't they um in terms of all the different organisation. Let's talk a little bit about how you are to do with DVR. DD is actually a model for DVR. He was in Horse and Hound for anyone that saw the article on um, sustainability that we were involved in. And there was a full page image. And that is DD, who you can hear talking, <laughs> um, which was really exciting, wasn't it? Um, I think it must have been a childhood dream for both of us to be in there. Yeah. It was it was so amazing and so surprising because I thought it was just going to be a tiny image um, kind of in with the uh, article. Open it up and see the full page. I remember I was going to London that day to freelance for another designer and um, 
I quickly popped into the little news agents next to the station and I was like, please have it, please have it. And uh, they had it, but I just had no idea that I was going to open it up and see a full page. And it was, yeah, very exciting. <laughs> yeah, you actually sent that to me when I was at the airport about to get on a flight to Miami. So I looked at the photo and I was all excited and then I had to get on a plane and I couldn't tell like eight hours <laughs> still so nice to see though it's so weird that that was 2020 because it feels like so long ago what's happened in January and it just feels like forever ago now yeah it really does not like a long year and we're only in March I know <laughs> I did see a funny meme that said about um how they'd finished their three-month trial of um 2020 and they don't recommend <laughs> and you also um helped with our first ever Hickster didn't you which was my first event yeah, I did. We snuggled up in your little tent, didn't we? Yep, yep. And uh, the weather was okay, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good. We had good weather. We had donuts. It was great. A bit off topic. That's where you introduced me to the Moon Cup, which I wanted us to mention because of the sustainability side of it. Um, and I don't know how many people know about Moon Cups yet, but this is only really for the girls, obviously. But um, look into Moon Cups if you haven't already. Um, Dee found out about them from working in sailing didn't you yeah actually a friend of mine at uni recommended them to me but I have told pretty much everyone who I work with in sailing um because when we're on events as well we are out and about all day and you know sometimes it's not actually easy for us to find a toilet when you're on a boat or you're at a really hectic event on a big boat park we should explain what they are actually <laughs> It's just like people are going to be like, find a toilet. What, what are these? So, um, moon cups are, um, I never know how to say this word, menstruational cup. Yeah, cup. So, they replace using pads or tampons, and you buy it. It's a one off thing that you buy for you as well, for your body, and it's better for the environment and it's costly in the long term. So, I know, and it's it's just so good because you feel like you're obviously doing something good as well, you know, with the lack of waste. Do you have three interesting things about you that we might not know? And they can be really random and absolutely anything. Okay, well, one of them was going to be that I played polo for two years. Um, I travel for work um, quite extensively, obviously not at the moment, but in general, I'm in London for four to six weeks and then I'm away for two weeks. So. Yeah, is that massively affecting your company? I mean, we've currently cancelled two events. Um, so it's it's tricky it's definitely tricky times we're making a lot of our uh, sailing competitions remote so we have a really great app that we use that I manage at work so I'm actually busier than normal <laughs> believe it or not um I'm fortunate to be in that position uh, but we're just I think trying to support a lot of the countries that have had to cancel big regattas because it's a big loss for them although the break from traveling is quite nice for me because my last two years has been totally hectic and I've done something like 19 countries in the last two years wow that's mad <laughs> yeah amazing so, as well though yeah it's the best Can you name to... them all no <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna try <laughs> it's pretty cool to have done though isn't it it's amazing yeah so that would be one fun fact and I also started riding really late I was 14 I think when I had my first lesson Yes, and I think this is really interesting about you because you, if someone saw Dee Dee on the cross-country course, you wouldn't know. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> I think it's just because you're so ballsy. <laughs> you really can start it whenever you want, can't you? It's all about mindset, really. 
yeah absolutely if you've got the right attitude and you're determined you'll be fine you'll always be fine 100%. I mean, I always think it with other with other hobbies that you might want to take up. Like, I've always loved the idea of being able to dance, but I just can't dance. But I was thinking, I always do that thing. I think, God, if I'd started two years ago, I'd be a two, like, I'd have two years experience of dancing. You might have rhythm by now. Maybe, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> I myself last year, I was going to teach myself the splits and... So far, I have not done it. So now I'm in in isolation. I think I need to start again. Yeah, that's that's been on my that's been like a New Year's resolution every year of my life that I've never accomplished. <laughs> Myself, I had to learn before Australia so I could get a really generic picture on the beach. I feel like we have the excuse that we've got riders thighs, and obviously, like you're using that muscle, it's tighter. Yeah, of course, of course. I do have a friend who. Um, who uh, has always done gymnastics and riding and she could just like put her leg up on the horse to get on <laughs> it's just like makes me feel really really unflexible yeah and have you seen when a polo player um swaps horses between chuckers and they they basically don't touch the ground they just have you tried that no no. because of my inflexibility but yeah. <laughs> I'd have to stand on their back and do a jump I think <laughs> <laughs> one day I'll get a video for you in yeah. it, of course yeah please do I know and also for like Jim Carner games like this is why adults don't do Jim Carner games isn't it yeah it's too dangerous now so let's do something a bit fun so these are um quick fire horse questions first and then we'll do like a basic one uh where we're going to give people advice on like maybe things to watch and listen to and things like that okay so your earliest horse related memory i had a riding lesson on a horse called fizzy which had like a spotty neck that's why it's called fizzy and was he fizzy (laughs) no (laughs) 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 your um your funniest horse related memory um probably doing a show where I kept saying to my mum my girth's not tight enough my girth's not tight enough please can you help me I can't get it done up and basically told me to stop worrying and my saddle did a 180 on the first jump and I ended up under- <laughs> oh no okay. I don't think there's anyone that hasn't done the 180 thing <laughs> I told you so mum you didn't listen to me <laughs> Oh dear. I did that 180 thing. I remember me and my sister, we were cantering um, where we loaned our horses in Ditchling and uh, we were cantering up this bridle path. And literally, as soon as it went, I just thought to myself, I knew there was something else I needed to do. <laughs> <laughs> and I had forgotten completely to do the girth up at all. <laughs> so it was like super, super loose. <laughs> um, okay, your scariest horse-related memory. Oh. Um, I think I try and block them out. So I had a racehorse, bought him a week after his last race. So he came to me still on racing mix, totally crazy. Um, and he, I think he was one of the unfortunate few, well, maybe not few, but the horses that get a bit damaged from racing. I know that's not always the case for sure, having had many racehorses, but he was definitely a bit um, damaged and he <laughs> pinged me over his ears and um, gave me a punctured lung and four fractured ribs. Okay, your craziest ride, that might be one of them. Yeah, that probably is one. I also remember many rides with you, Danny, with like a bar in our uh, shorts and bikini top trying to get a tan. Oh, and they were the best. They were the best because um, we, we both rode uh, these two cobs who, um, well, loaned these two cobs that were the same size and so similar that they both just had that rivalry, didn't 
didn't they? Almost like a brother rivalry. And so they would be determined to beat each other every time. Do you remember we used to do whole rides with no stirrups or with our legs like, crossed or like... Yep. <laughs> Anything we could think of. Or like hold our whips up to touch each other while we were cantering. <laughs> Those things are all the fun things, though, aren't they? Okay, uh, best ride? Probably Blue. I did my, my biggest and best rides with Blue, the last lone horse. The best hunt on him, where we did loads of jumps and he, he was just perfect all day long. We did a beach ride, um, which was a massive dream come true. And he was also the first horse I got um, a B100 cross-country jump cleared with. So, What about your favourite discipline, if you had to choose one? Mm, it would be either polo or cross-country. I can't really choose because they're so different. Cross country, you're by yourself, and it's very much you and that horse, and it's your bond. And polo, it's so so much about your teamwork and your relationship as a team. So I really like both of those things. Yeah, for completely different reasons. Yeah. Um, okay. What about a discipline you'd love to try? So I've got some ideas: side saddle driving, dressage, eventing, vaulting, polo, cross country, show jumping, horse skiing don't know if you've seen that scurry driving racing hunting barrel racing gymkhana games <laughs> i want to know what horse skiing is <laughs> it's that thing where um people have the big horses uh, on the snow and then they like get pulled along skiing yeah that i'm 100 percent up for that <laughs> yeah me too oh, yeah. um have you seen that video as well where the guy does it with rollerblades and then he like jumps no please send me all of the oh it's amazing (laughs) yeah they have like ramps up to the jumps so the horse jumps and then he like goes up the ramp and jumps oh that sounds amazing it's really cool um I just don't know how you'd stop (laughs) but I mean that's an issue when you're riding as well sometimes so (laughs) okay what would be your dream horse holiday Ooh. Um, you know your uh, your video recently on your channel about someone who was riding. Oh yeah, horse India. Yeah, that something like that would be amazing because it would be unlike anything I've ever done. Yes, me too. Yeah, definitely. It's like horse safaris across um across the desert. Yeah, that would be amazing. I'd love to go to desert anyway. So doing it by horse yeah. would be two dreams in one. I think. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Um, favorite favorite horse event you've ever ridden at? Maybe the Super Nationals, so the University Polo Tournament. That, yeah, and you over a whole weekend, you're you get to party in the evening, meet hundreds of people, and then you play polo against each other all day long, and you get to support other teams, and that's like probably my favorite event. Okay. Um, favorite horse show to attend? Hicks did with you, of course. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Hicks did so nice I think especially for us because it's got that like sentimental thing hasn't it of being the home place yeah because it's so close I think why I got a clear round show jumping at Hicks did with blue oh that's I think it meant more to me because it was Hicks did and I'd been going definitely before I could ride I'd been watching people there so that one I have the same feeling towards it like every year from when I was little kind of going I remember once we did um I did like a pony camp and we all went together and there's just so many memories around it of walking around when I was little and just being in awe of everything and then doing your bargain shopping too much Um, of your pocket money yeah exactly oh it was amazing um favorite horse color 
it's one for when you're little and you decide your favourite colour of horse. It's going to have to be grey. A grey? Okay. Favourite breed? Thoroughbred. Mare or gelding? <sighs> gelding. <laughs> uh, beach ride or forest ride? Beach. If you were only allowed to do one forever, would you be a happy hacker or would you do schooling? Ooh, happy hacker because you can school on a hack if you're clever. Show jumping or dressage? Show jumping, never dressage. <laughs> <laughs> Scurry driving or Shetland po- Grand National? Shetland. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I so want to do that. Um, vaulting or polo? I know you're. have to be polo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, if you had to do one, would you do the Prescience Wall or the Grand National? All the wall. I would 100% love to try that wall. Would you? Happy, I would love to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. Okay, so now we'll go on to the quickfire um, isolation quiz. If you were recommending, what would you recommend to listen to? Uh, I'm a big podcast lover, so I listen quite a lot to Fern Cotton's Happy Place. Oh, I've heard really good things about this. I haven't listened to it yet. You definitely listen. It's nice. Quite often just walking around London pre-coronavirus, I used to just listen to it for something to do. Um, the Desert Island Discs podcast, they always make me laugh. Perfect. Okay, what about what? Uh, on Netflix, watch Jane the Virgin. You will not regret it. It's okay. very funny. Yep, I know you're excited about this. <laughs> and so it's now on my list. Yeah, it's really good. Um, what would you read? Everything. Or what are you reading? I love reading. I'm about to start a book called Vox. But before I get to that, I'm reading my brother's book that he's written to give him some feedback. So I'm oh, wow. a book editor. <laughs> That's cool. Has he written, is it fiction? It, is it a story? Uh, yeah, it's very much Lord of the Rings type story. So not what oh, I cool. read, but um, I'm kind of hooked. Oh, amazing. That must feel really cool as well to be um, written by him. Yeah, it feels nice when um, I can give him a little bit of critique because he read all of my dissertations, all of my uni work, and he used to always send it back to me with hundreds of notes on it. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the table of turn. <laughs> okay, something to do. What would you do? Um, I would do walks, really long walks, and go somewhere new. I quite like getting lost and not using a map to get my way home. Yoga, yeah, brilliant. Uh, what would you write? I would write, this is something I've been meaning to do anyway, to write sort of journal of things that I'm grateful for. Yeah, I love that. I think that's always really beneficial to do. I've been meaning to do it, so maybe i start today. <laughs> yeah, and you can think about it, but it does something different when you actually write things down. Yeah, I always remember things more when I've written them anyway. Um, so yeah. with revising I couldn't ever just read stuff I had I had to write it down so yes me too writing down things that I'm grateful for will make me really appreciate them a little bit more this one's play what would you play uh, I would play cranium or articulate with a group of people yes I love articulate yeah but not with a group of people <laughs> unless they're already in your household yeah that's true <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got four people here to keep me sane I mean or put um you could play it somehow. I wonder if you could play it with like video, um, like over Skype or Zoom. There is um, a really fun app called Psych that you can do. Um, I've played it in like a group drinking situation, but you can play it remotely where you'll put your name in and then it'll ask you questions and everyone puts an answer and you pick the best one. And it's but it's funny. If you want a remote game, that's definitely a recommendation. OK, perfect. Thank you. Um, OK, bye. I'm not trying to stop myself. Bye. <laughs> I've got like a polo event that I want to go to that so far is not postponed. So I'd like to buy a really nice dress to wear for that. Oh, that would be nice. 
This is a random one as well, but actually um, I bought the other day, well, not the other day, like a few months ago, which I still need to do. I bought an online course for, um, mine's boring, it's for zero for accounting. Yeah. But actually, that's quite a cool thing to buy at the moment. If you buy any online courses, you could actually do an online course while you're home. Well, you you, um, gave me a pointer for something to learn as well. And I'm in the process of trying to teach myself Spanish and also InDesign for work and InDesign do an online course that you can download and it gives you like a homework and you, you know, send in submissions and stuff. So you, it's an online course, but you're accountable for it too. Oh, that's really cool. I think if there was no one checking up on me, I would um, get a bit slack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the problem, isn't it? I mean, I haven't even started my course and I bought it a few months ago. I'm just hoping it doesn't have like an expiry date. Okay, and then last of all, uh, your eco life hack, which probably is, I'm guessing, going to be the one we've mentioned already. Yeah, probably the moon cup or things like another habit I've picked up this year is to not buy wrapping paper. So all of the presents I do for Christmas and birthdays, everything's wrapped in brown paper. So it's recycled and recyclable. Yes, love that one. I did that this year as well, actually. Um, and it's it's one of them ones that we sometimes don't think about. I mean, I've always been brought up in a household where we uh, recycle the wrapping paper. So if we've ever had presents, we always take the wrapping paper off carefully and reuse it. Um, but but it's still at Christmas and everything, you know, you still kind of have the rolls of paper and it just doesn't feel right, does it? No, it doesn't. and a lot of the, the plasticky ones can't be recycled, like you can reuse them, but yeah, which lots of people don't know, do they? Yeah, because I can remember my mum going around and collecting them when we were little. I quite like seeing a pile of like brown paper presents under the tree. Yeah, they look lovely, don't they? And also when you use that kind of natural string, that's really nice as well. Where can people find you if people wanted to, if they just loved hearing what you're talking about and wanted to follow maybe your polo journey? I know you're not doing any at the moment, but anything else um, do you want to be found? <laughs> Instagrams. Feel free to tag me in this, Danny. And then if anyone is interested in my wild little life, they can find me there. Yeah, perfect. Okay. All right. Brilliant. Well, have a good day and stay safe. Thank you for being the first ever um, guest on the DVR podcast. I felt honoured. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.